At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino on the tip of the strip. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Celtics up two, uh, make it four with 90 seconds left in the first half. All the scores and all the uh, live lines from young Kelly Midland Bidlin. You're, you're, you're trying to beat me, but I got, I got there. I got set up. I, I, was I had a speech I was delivering as the intro was, uh, you know, playing. Oh, so that's why I was fifty like, to forty-six. Sorry, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Celtics up fifty to forty-six. Katie, get in there. Missed it. Uh, let's see. Celtics three and a half point live favorites. Two sixteen and a half live total. One fifteen left before halftime. There, Kevin Durant with eighteen points. Not that I'm watching closely or anything like that. What was your number on Katie? Uh, I got plus one ten at thirty plus, and then eight seventy plus eight seventy five at forty plus. Oh. Need a 40-pointer from KD tonight. He's on his way. Uh, over in baseball, we got the Brewers on top of the Giants. That game in the sixth inning right now. Brewers one to nothing. They are minus 550 live. Uh, Giants plus th- uh, 363 and a half the live total. Juiced a bit to the under. Raiders and Hunter Renfro at the plate now for the uh, Brewers? No way. Yeah. <laughs> Phillies up on the Rockies three to two. That game in the bottom of the fourth inning right now. Phillies minus 450 live. Rockies plus 310. Nine and a half your total. Red Sox and Blue Jays scoreless. That game, top of the fifth inning. Blue Jays minus 155 live. Red Sox plus 125. Three and a half your live total. Mets and Cardinals scoreless. That game in the top of the second. Mets minus 160. Cardinals plus 135 and a half. Your total in that one. And 
Over on the ice, we have the one and only game beginning in about five minutes. Flyers at the Blackhawks. Chicago minus 135. Flyers plus 115 on the money line. Six and a half your total for that game in just a few minutes. We uh, we got a, we got a tweet here from, from Southern Gent who said, Be Gent, Southern Gent. Hey, Liz, hey, here's the thing, guys. We uh, He said, you know, we're not only are we experts in NHL handicapping, but now NASCAR as yeah. well. <laughs> we're really broadening our horizons. And, and you know, listen. Here's the thing. Do not bet a race into the last five laps. Maybe 10. Maybe 10. I'll go to 20. couple different reasons for that. You have to watch the first 100 if you do. And like, <laughs> no one wants to watch the first 100. So this is just a viewing tip for one thing. And then secondly, nothing happened in that race until the la- literally the last turn anyway. So like, why are you betting it then anyway? But get an idea. Find a bad number like we did. You and I obviously spotted the. I really don't. I don't try to hate on the sport, but like that's my feeling on it, man. Right, like sport. Like wait till everybody. I don't want to hate on betting on the sport, but it is like you look at odds. You you keep calling it sport. (laughs) Every time you say it under his breath, he's like the race, not sports. The uh, the pre race numbers. Like you'll see the same thing as what we were seeing (laughs) yesterday live. Just wait till like people crash, get out of the way. Somebody, you know, they blow a couple tires. They have some issues. Get put into a wall. Yeah. Fine, bet it live then. 20 laps ago. Uh, we're talking about these fun fun ones. I added a fun one over the weekend. Again, it's one that's not incredibly likely to happen unless kind of the dominoes fall into place, but you're getting 6-1 to one on it. And it was actually mentioned here on the show about a month ago, but um, maybe three weeks ago. But I did go ahead and put in that, that Titans quarterback as their first pick. Ooh, I like it. Um, they have the 26th overall pick. And if you look at this and you kind of look at the situation they're in as well, so no matter what, this isn't one of the this isn't a Jimmy G situation and the 49ers. Like Tannehill's playing for his job no matter what. They have an option on his on his deal at the, after the end of next season where they can opt in if they want to to pay the $20 million to, to Ryan Tannehill, but but that's on the Titans, right? So he's playing for a job no matter what. So if you bring in a young quarterback, it's not like this deal was like, oh, you know, this deal. No, Tannehill was playing for his job regardless. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, nothing changes for him. He's it, And so whether he gets the money from the Titans or goes and signs in free agency with someone else, he was he was doing that regardless, right? He was doing that anyway. And so if you're the Titans, it gets down, it falls down to you at 26th, and one of those quarterbacks has, has slid, and you're sitting here going, you know what? What if Tannehill sucks this year? Mm-hmm. We can go ahead because they're going to be good enough. Here, this is this is another one of the things about these these teams and the quarterbacks and why. Like, I think the Steelers still probably take one. And I think that the Titans are at least in play, is because these teams aren't going to be bad enough to be picking north towards the top of the draft next year as it is anyway, right? So it's kind of like you either take one of these dudes this year that are that might slip due to how top heavy it is with within you know with pass rushers and corners and things and stuff like that or maybe you try to pull off some sort of blockbuster trade next year to get up and get one of the the, the top 3 quarterbacks but the way that things are shaping up right now it looks as if those guys at the top of the board next year are going to be at the top of the board next year like they're going to go one or two or three or something like that and so you know we keep saying taking swings at quarterbacks can never really be all that bad in in this league, and so anyway, six to one. I, yeah, it's just an interesting kind of fun one. If you know, if, if these if the top two guys happen to slide and happen to fall, I think Tennessee will have a real decision kind of on their hands there. Titans, Steelers, like Saints, Titans, Steelers, Saints. I feel like all maybe maybe picking a quarterback. 
We'll see. Uh, I added three. I added, uh, well, what ends up being my biggest position now in anything is Charles Cross under seven and a half mm-hmm. at plus 100. That was my biggest uh, add this weekend as well. Kayvon Thibodeau under four and a half. I didn't get the price that you guys got. Um, you guys have the, the price that's listed there is your guys' price, but I had it at minus 175, the Kayvon Thibodeau under four and a half. Um, maybe that's the confusion, Kelly, that they were taking your price and attributing it to mine. Uh, the other thing that I added here was uh, the Giants. So playing position of first drafted player by Giants. Offense, plus 100. That was at Stations. And by the way, shout out to William Hill and Stations, who have had their draft bets up the longest and who have been taking a dime since the beginning of time on all of them. So anybody else who's saying, hey, look, we take a dime, Stations and William Hill has been doing it for from the outset. Uh, so first playing position of first drafted player by Giants offense plus 100. I love that bet because I really do think, and, and Drew Densick sort of alluded to this, I really do think we're going edge, edge, corner, edge, offense with the Giants. Either wide out, but probably offensive line. And then I did a tandem thing um, where I where Aiden Hutchinson was at minus, this is Saturday now, Saturday midday here, where Aiden Hutchinson started to crash. And right next to each other, Aiden Hutchinson, first overall pick, minus 125, second overall draft pick, plus 145. Now, how do I get torpedoed on that? Well, obviously, if Aiden Hutchinson is not the first or second pick in the draft. But I really do believe, I am still of the mindset that if Trayvon Walker goes first, I believe the Lions are going to pick Aiden Hutchinson. It feels very, it would feel very off if they didn't, in yes. my opinion, for a couple of different reasons. One, Again, every all these guys say like, yes, this might not be the might not be a TJ Watt type, you know, guy in Aiden Hutchinson. But you are going to get a solid starter on your defensive line for a decade. And oh, by the way, he played at Michigan. Oh, by the way, he played at Michigan. Oh, by the way, super smart. And oh, by the way, I just think I agree with you. I be, could it be Thibodeau? Yeah, and I could get torpedoed on mm-hmm. these. But that was generally just a bankroll building uh, play there to play both of those in tandem. So. um you know, if you're if you to ask me, what's the bet that I expect to lose? The bet that I expect to lose is still the total number of safeties in the first round, under one and a half at plus 188. I'll probably get tripped up at the end of the first round on that one. I like the price, but that was a bet at Boyd, so that's a limited one. But uh, that, other than that, to be honest with you, I feel great about everything. And it sure, it sure sounds good when, when Drew says he thinks that Houston's going Derek Stingley at number three now. Well, you know, Pro Football Network, who seems to be pretty plugged in, uh, Aaron Wilson just put out an article on their on their site as we were live on air here that he said he has spoken to. Oh, they're all always anonymous, Gil. They always want to stay anonymous, but several NFL executives oh. who all have those guys who all have Stingley as their number one corner on the board. Now, is that was Houston's GM one of those? Who knows? Like you know, we don't know. But, you know, there's – when Stingley's healthy, there's simply no better corner in the draft. Uh, an, NFL, yeah. an NFL source said on the condition of anonymity, you know, when, when we grade out football players, there's not really that many people in this draft as good as him, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on and on. So it's just – it's there's a lot of that going on, and I do believe as we get a little bit closer, one of the things that maybe is coming to fruition here is what we talked about here a couple of weeks ago was the fact that – if you're the Texans, you're not going anywhere next year anyway. Right. So, so draft upside, like draft an upside guy. Like, what do you? Wh- why play it safe 
when yeah. if I'm not trading just, that, you're in the AFC by the way as right. well. If so I'm, yeah, so if I'm you not better, trading that pick. That's exactly yeah. who it's I'm just picking. Just best player on your board at that point, right? Best player on your board. If you're uh, not trading, a big Bearcats fan on Twitter got upset with me this morning because I said Derek Stingley to me is the best player in the draft. Period. Like he is Champ Bailey to me. And he, you know, he took offense because he's an Ahmad Gardner. He's a Cincinnati guy. And he's like, you have no argument here because Derek Stingley hasn't even played and Gardner never lets anybody catch a pass against him. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not how simple this is. That's not how the draft works. And Derek Stingley, like he's at first of all, the speed, the upside when he's healthy. He is the surest thing in the draft to me. As a freshman, he had six picks and 15 pass breakups and was and was an All-American as a true freshman in the SEC. And the only yeah. reason he didn't have more is because as it got later in the season, as a true freshman, as it got later in the season, they threw away from him. Like they just like the one thing at least you can do is choose not to throw at his mm-hmm. side and they just chose not to throw at his side anymore. Yeah. I mean, it was it was one of the most amazing freshman performances I've ever seen and I've been watching college football since I was 3. Wow, it's a long time. Long time. Yeah. You don't have a choice. What was your favorite? Louisiana. What was your favorite memory when you were three watching LSU? <laughs> like you don't have a choice. Uh, well, they just lost every single game. So I don't, with the on the on the off chance when they won. Yeah, yeah, that, that was about it. It was rough times around the Brown household. You, when they, you don't understand. Matt and I we used to fly over with uh, Farah over Tiger Stadium on the way into uh, <laughs> the way into Mississippi. Where did we land in Louisiana or in Mississippi? I can't remember. You could we see landed. the stadium. Yeah, we, we would fly landed? right over it. And Matt was like, oh, I remember what happened there that day. Okay. It's more colorful than that. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, we'll come back. There's other draft props to look at. Not only first pick, second pick, but also top five pick market. That is available as well. By the way, you know at DraftKings you can parlay a bunch of these? Oh, God. We're so hamstrung here. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. What do we got a half? Uh, Boston up eight? Is that what the halftime score is? Boston up 58 to 50. Yep. Um, Not that we've been paying close attention to that, but it sure feels ho-hummish, doesn't it? For the Celtics, every time you look up there, they're like, yeah, we can take this team whenever we want. Yeah, you got KD playing through foul trouble, three fouls for him. Horford's got three. You got a couple, a few guys with two on the Celtics side. I mean, the Celtics are shooting 42% from the field, only 35% uh, from three while the Nets are over 50% from the field and the Celtics still lead by eight. So that's a, I think it's still pretty, that's a pretty good half for them. Most loathsome team ever, the Brooklyn Nets. I use that word carefully. Given the Ben Simmons drama, given Kyrie's, you know, hey, I'm going to remain unvaccinated, personal choice, but I can't believe this team's not gelling kind of thing. Given KD's prickly nature. I just feel like they, I think are, I they are not a beloved great, you know, uh, they're not everybody, you know, in the betting markets, they were short shot all year long. Let's put it this way. They are not universally loved. No, not at all. I think that the, I think you need more of a track record though, to go with most loathsome tri- uh, uh, team or trio yeah, or whatever. You're probably right. But, but not, uh, not a loved team. Like in other words, even, even the Yankees or the Cowboys, right. Who are, who are hated by much of the country, have legions of fans, right? I don't get the sense that Brooklyn did have that nationwide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. I'm just going to throw out thoughts, and you know, the, sometimes they don't stick. The, uh, <laughs> I knew you, you're going with it. like, yeah, yeah whatever, Gil. There you go with it. You're usually good at this, Gil, not tonight. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> um, so the Nets down, the Nets down eight at half going – Six of 13 from the free throw line. Yep. In the first half. How about Steph missing all those like, free throws? 40, but 41%? Like, 
That's... Oh, oh, I'm getting word from downstairs that Nick Claxton missed all seven of them. Oh, well, that'll do it. He went 0 for 7. Yeah, 0 for 7. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? KD 4 for 4, Kyrie 2 for 2, Nick Claxton 0 for wow. 7. Wow. Nick Claxton went 0 for 7 from the line? My goodness. that's That sounds yippish more than it does. I missed seven free throws. Yeah, yeah wow, well, that's a other... killer. That's a killer. You know the other game's on. It started. Yeah, the game started. Thought I put it on that team. It's fine. We can leave it on this uh, the simulcast guide for yeah. the Australian racing and Fraser Downs. I got. Uh, I have a whole bunch of money on at Caliente Greyhound track. Yeah, yeah. good, good. So I know you do. That That's on. why it's on there. Yeah, yeah. Yonkers. You can try to hide your dog racing from everybody else, Gil. But I know you. <laughs> yeah, it's my my Miami salad days. A little high lie. Maybe a little trip to the dog track. Um. All right, let's go through more of these. Let's go, first over. So we'll, we'll rifle through first overall pick again, and second overall overall pick before we get to the top five. First overall pick for you, those who missed it again today. Trayvon Walker uh, became not only the favorite, but the favorite sort of substantially. It's already this this number's already done. It's already at minus one ninety uh, at DraftKings. It's been two dollars plus in other spots. As Trayvon Walker is now for the first time the favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. Draft seventy two hours away. Remember, Aiden Hutchinson at one point was north of $4. North of $4 to be the number one pick. Remember, Evan Neal at one time was the favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. He's now 16 to 1. Number two pick in the draft, and here's where it starts to get even more interesting. Aiden Hutchinson becomes the favorite for that, which I subscribe to. If it's Trayvon, Trayvon Walker first, I think mm-hmm. the Lions are going Aiden Hutchinson. Kayvon Thibodeau would be the second short shot there. Trayvon third. Everybody else double digits. So I, I really do believe, and I'm, I'm, as I start to piece this together, I really do start to sense that it's Trayvon Walker 1, Aiden Hutchinson 2. If it's Stingley 3, Thibodeau 4, Charles Cross 5, I have played the top five like a fiddle. And I believe most of us have here. That would be wonderful. Maybe not the Aiden Hutchinson part for you at the top. But you, you also played Trayvon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, right, I mean, Aiden, yeah, I mean, that I can't get hurt by the number one pick now, so that's it's it's all fine. Um, but yeah, it, if it if it plays out like that, I mean, I think this whole any notion that the Lions get frisky and go Malik Willis, I think, is is out the window. Yeah. That that remember is, that talk? How, yeah, how adorable that seems. No, nobody, no, yeah. no one for the last three or four days has even brought that up. Any of these guys that are you know really in the know. I don't think and, the quarterback goes top ten now. It's it's seeming less and less likely, and the other thing, too, and when you when you really dig in and start to break this down is is you know, the other thing if it's not guys moving back in to the first round because there are again so many teams that don't have first round picks, but these two these, these teams with multiples, so let's talk about the Chiefs for example. Let's say they really do love one of these wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They could just package the two and take one of the ones from someone earlier on in the draft. So I think even some of the trades and stuff are just going to be incestuous between the people that are already in the draft, right? Like, like, so you could go up and say, "Hey, Jets at ten, you know, you guys, you guys need a lot. You know, you know, you guys need a lot. How about you take two first round picks from us and then give us your ten or something or whatever? Yeah, you know, whatever it might be. So I think there might be." <laughs> Some of that stuff kind of going on as well in all this, which does add a little bit of, which does add a little bit more wonkiness to to all this. But 
Yeah, I don't think the quarterback situation, it seems like anyway that this whole Panthers Panthers taking a quarterback has pretty much cooled as well. They are not taking a quarterback. It, it seems like that has cooled pretty much as well, especially with this whole Baker Mayfield talk now. Um, so, yeah, I think we could be looking more into the teens before the first one, before the first one's off the board. How about uh, top five pick? This is interesting because you really have to be careful which market you're betting into. Some markets are with the draft. I mean, you shopping around is everything because Kayvon Thibodeau, if, to be a top five pick is minus 400. You should not bet that. Like under four and a half, I get it. There's a fifth pick that you don't get in that bargain. But if he's going to go, it's going to be one, two, three, or four. One would imagine. I wouldn't bet the minus 400. I don't think he, I don't think he lasts till five. Icky Aquano's at minus 200 to go top five. To be honest with you, I'm not sure about that one either. I wouldn't bet that. Gardner minus 125? I'm not sure I'd bet that. Evan Neal minus 120? I'm not sure I'd bet that. I don't think any of those, I don't think the, the second, third, and fourth names there, I don't think is going to happen. Okay. And, I th- and I think the first name up there, I think you can find better bets in a different market on Thibodeau. The, uh, honestly, the first one I would, I would bet it goes all the way down to Jamison Williams. And it would be if the Jets get froggy at four and <laughs> froggy and, and, and take him because they know that he's not going to be there or there's at least a decent chance that he's not going to be there at 10 because somebody else gets, you know, gets enamored by the upside and, and, and all that. Um, so I think I take a flyer on Charles Cross for the Giants to take him at five. Three to one. I think I might take that. But I think you could just take him to the Giants specifically. Yes, if you can find that, that's that gets back to the original point. If you can find a better market. Yeah. Like if you believe in my my one, two, three, four, five that I just mentioned. And by the way, there are places you can bet exactas, right? One, two, like you can bet first, second, third in that order. Oh, DraftKings got them up. Yeah. I mean, oh, and you could parlay. Get so I have I have two minds on that. One, I'm super sad that we're not able to bet those here in Nevada. And then my other thought is I would have five bajillion bets if we had that available to us. See, actually, actually, this is better. So Charles Cross to go fifth overall mm-hmm. is plus two fifty. Well, so, so this is better. So again, okay. like these are this is what we're saying. Like there are numerous ways to basically make the same bet. Now, we get it. It's not exactly the same, but cross going before five seems unlike it seems like if he goes in the top five, he's going exactly five, right? I mean, I and and that being said, you're getting better number on this because you're getting four more picks than him going just than him just going fifth. Exactly. So I mean, there are multiple different ways to make the same bet. So be sure. And look around because you're. I mean, this is a this is a better bet anyway because you get four other mm-hmm. you get four yeah. other you get four other slots. Yeah. Now he's not going to go one overall, and, but, but still, but still but that's the point. Yeah, you just you get four other slots for free. I mean, you're getting you're you're getting fifty cents to get four additional slots. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the key to all of this. I believe dra- I actually don't see that market up at DraftKings right now. I believe they had it up over the weekend though, so maybe what? check back the. Uh, the exact, uh, uh, like, one, two, three, who goes exactly on which picks? Yeah, it's, I'm looking at it right this second. Oh, are you? Okay, still there? Yeah. Sorry, I got lost in the parlays. The parlays are crazy. Yeah. Um, they, they, you can pick exactly who goes all the way to pick 10. 
Felika said this on a numbers game, also on the podcast, the beating the book today. He is he has a flight he has to take. He he lives in Connecticut, obviously, right? That's where ESPN is. He can't make bets there. It's not legal. He is diverting. He's he's flying to Vegas for a horse racing thing. Oh no, for the draft itself. He's diverting his flight to a state where he can actually make wagers in. So in, in other words, he's not yeah. flying direct. He's he's inconveniencing himself yeah. because this is so great to bet on. That's one, of, that's one of the great draft stories ever right there. More draft bets coming up, including position over-unders. Let's see how these have moved next at VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back on Primetime, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Nick, Nick Claxton now <clears throat> 0 for 9 from the line. 0 for 9 from the line, which I believe is now the all-time record for most misses to start a game in NBA playoff history. And you almost feel terrible for the guy. I almost, I would, I would love to know what the streak is of just missing in general. Because uh, yeah. nine's got to be close. Yeah. Like even in the Hack-A-Shack era, he would make at 40%, you know? I believe Shaquille O'Neal is who he erased from the record that I just spoke about. But yes. <laughs> what? Uh, what do you find? I, I mean, I'm like, uh, NBA record for missed free throws in a game by a player is Andre Jum- Drummond with 23 versus the Rockets on January 20th, 2016. That's just most missed free throws. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, Andre, yeah. Andre Drummond, who is watching from the bench, going, keep shooting. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> That was the reason why I brought that up. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to look up all the others. Yeah, I feel terrible for the guy. 70 to 64, Boston. Could have used a few of those free throws. Also, Toronto up on Philadelphia. Late stage of the first quarter, 24-23 there in Philly. Back to the NFL draft. How about some uh, position by position? Um, actually, what, what should we do here? Let's do, yeah, let's do draft position. T- uh, no, yeah, draft position totals here. Um, let's start with, again, to your, to your point, the question that you asked earlier of Drew, Matt, which is, it's wonderful what we already bet over the last three weeks. And I hope if you're, that's the point, if you're landing on the show now, please know that we've been updating these every day. We're not just saying, oh, hey, look what we bet. Yeah, we've talked about these, you know, yeah. 10 times already. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the, the biggest thing is like that's why we mentioned along the way right. where typically sometimes we'll okay well yes. oh at the end of the week we'll re- recap our stuff but like that's why we were mentioning along the way so right much. so let's talk about what what is available now so quarterbacks which I bet over three at minus one fifteen and I'm expecting to push that you can get quarterbacks at two and a half right now over minus two fifty the under is plus one ninety I mean. I don't think there's a top 10 quarterback, but I do think the three teams we mentioned, again, Steelers, Titans, Saints, do three quarterbacks go in the first round? I have, I have, I feel very confident in three going. So you would lay the minus 250 at over two I and a half? I already have. You already yeah, have. Yeah, that's already in the. You, that, oh, there you that, have. Yes. Yeah, that's already in the account. Um, okay. So, yeah, I already did that one. Um, look, if you guys, if everyone remembers this this little guy named Lamar Jackson, I remember that. who everyone had a second-round grade on, mm-hmm. and then 
And then they decided to trade back into the last pick in the first round to Baltimore. get him to get that extra year of, of 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 control on him. And there's there's just so many quarterback needy teams out there. The Lions, by the way, who own oh, the thirty second. The Lions, pick, exactly thirty two. Who That's own right. the thirty second pick? I might add, are one of those teams as well. And so there are just so many quarterback needy teams that, again, we keep say, we, we we keep talking about like the fifth year option thing, but. While that is certainly, as we see these quarterback contracts just skyrocket or whatever, it's certainly important. But also, let's not forget, the Cardinals realized very quick that they had made a mistake with Josh Rosen and just went right back to the well and got Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. Like, it's this old school thinking where – you know, 10 years ago, oh, gasp, you used a pick on the same pick, you know, you yeah. used two high picks on the same position and all this stuff like that. Like, I think we've understood now through the course of all, like, you have to have a quarterback in this league to win. And if you do not, you have no chance of winning. And so, like, I don't think we're going to sit here. We're not going to kill any of these teams if they take a swing, realize they made a mistake and come back to the well again. And here's the other deal. Like, you're, if you draft one of these quarterbacks, and you do poorly, well, then you're going to have a bad record, and then you're going to draft dra draft to the top of the draft next year to get a chance to get one a better one. You know, like there's there's so little downside here for for so many of these teams in order to try for for a quarterback, and so I, I just I find it very hard to believe we're going to get out of there without a Ritter or a Corral or someone even taking a bigger swing with a Howell, whatever whatever it might be. Getting out of that first round, especially considering we do have the Lions sitting at 32 who could do it themselves or try and get a couple of more draft picks, you know, because they need everything and and someone coming back in and, and taking one of those guys there. At 32. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the the other one to check out is, is check out, you know, if you got DraftKings access, check out, check out some of these parlays that they're posting because I know one of the ones that you like, Matt, is over on the quarterbacks, over on the wide receivers. They've got them parlayed to, for two and a half and five and a half at minus 130. So I think that's a pretty good price for what you'd be paying Ooh, uh, for, for at, those two, at those this two point, together. At yeah. this point, absolutely. Wide receivers, this again at uh, at DraftKings. Um, again, three weeks ago, I got wide receivers over six at plus 140 over at Stations. Now, that number's long gone. But six and a half now, under is minus 125, over is minus 105. Would you make that bet over minus 105? Or the under? They're both very affordable. Or yeah. do you think that's a good line? It's pretty efficient. I think I think six is the floor, and I'm I'm just not quite sure what the ceiling is. I think wide receivers end up being the the sexy kind of vanity pick towards the end of the first round where we might see kind of like receiver, 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 like like go all over the place. But yeah, the the six and a half, the line seems Appropriate. I would still bet the 190 under running backs. That I would still bet. There have well, been. Okay, I was going to say on my sheet here, it, it was reversed and I was about to go crazy. On the sheet here in front of me, it says that the under was plus 190. Uh, okay. I was like, oh my God. Is that. And then I looked up at the screen. I'm like, no. The under on running backs, under half is minus 190. Yeah. Yes. I would still bet that. There, there has been. Absolutely no steam whatsoever no. on a running back going into the first round. Like this on, on Brees Hall on Kenneth Walker, nobody. None, none. Yeah. And and honestly, there are some that don't have them going to like well into the second round. Yeah. And 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 all that. So it isn't one of those deals where we've had these kind of borderline 
running backs. We were kind of had these guys that were on the cusp. There's just there's just nobody. And then you you look at the teams that towards the end of the draft that you you go okay, well maybe you know Vandy. No, I mean like the 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 Chiefs are not. I mean the Chiefs have Clyde Edwards-Helaire, right? I mean it doesn't matter that they have the twenty nine and thirty. Cincinnati has Joe Mixon. They're not going to to do that. You know Green Bay has a couple of running backs in in Jones and Dylan. They're not going to do that. Tampa Bay just re-signed Lenny. I mean, like, they're these teams towards the end. Tennessee at 26 has Derrick Henry. I mean, like, there's no, unless you think Buffalo at 25, which I would just be blown away if Buffalo at 25 took a running back. What are you smiling about back there? Quick update. We are in full hack of Claxton mode. He just went back to the line, missed his 10th free throw, made 11, which is the record for most missed free throws without scoring one in a game by Shaquille O'Neal. So 11, most consecutive missed free throws, Chris Dudley did 13. Oh, we almost got history. Chris Dudley. We never get history here. He avoided both (laughs) by making that one. He avoided both. They were in hack a claxton He he avoided both? I thought you said he set the record for most from the beginning of a game. No, he made made it on the, uh, the... most yes. missed without scoring one. I couldn't find the beginning of the game. No, oh, that, that one's already that one. He he beat that one was Shaq at eight. So he yeah. oh he beat one. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he, he did, beat that. He did set that record. He avoided the Chris Dudley. The, the other Shaq one was most misses in a game without making a single one, and that was eleven by Shaq. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Wait, so Shaq had zero for eleven. <laughs> Yeah, as Isaiah points out, yeah, that's what you would have had to start off the game over eleven too. I'm all confused now, but okay. But he, he just, it, <laughs> but it's anyway, okay. He missed, his, he missed his first ten. You missed his and first, and then 10. he finally made one. And he's having a pretty good game otherwise, right? Isn't he? Because every time I look up, he, it seems like he's scoring. I mean, they haven't put, they haven't taken him off the court. He has yeah. eleven points, five rebounds, four blocks, two steals. And of course, he sarcastically put his hands in the air and waved him like he just didn't care when he made that <laughs> that free throw. Finally, by the way, uh, Brooklyn staying within you know contact, six down, with five thirty-seven left in the third quarter. Toronto up a bucket over Philly with four point five seconds left in the first quarter in Philadelphia. Any opinion, Matt, real quick on safeties, tight ends, or offensive linemen? The tight end market is. I mean, it's Zero. it's gotten out of yeah. I mean, it's yeah. gotten out of control. But I mean, yes, there's not going to be a tight end. Like, there's not there's not anyone that's got even close to any sort of yeah. first round grade. Like, it's not. It's way 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 gone. I mean, if you wanted to loan the book seven hundred bucks and get a hundred back for you know the next three days, sure, I, sure, go go ahead. But yes, there's not going to be a tight end in the first round. Safeties, you think he's going over Daxton Hill because they the because they classify him as a yeah. safety. Where it was all the question was always going to be whether it was DB or safety, that's, and then that's the one I'm going to lose. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm going to lose. And then offensive lineman. I'll be honest with you, I've stayed completely out of the offensive lineman. Market. It's because it's yeah. this one is the most confusing because it's it's top heavy and then falls off a cliff. Right. So it just depends on what these teams value for these interior linemen, which is just way too hard for us to try to guess. Hey, uh, how about some fruit baskets? We haven't done that yet tonight. And then there's a Champions League segment. we got to do that. Matt's very excited for that segment. Yes. But we'll do fruit baskets first. Those who helped us and were responsible for us winning wagers this past weekend. On the other side, Beeson's Primetime Action.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, the uh, VEASAN Spring Special is here. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months, you're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it. Don't miss out, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Montauk will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL preseason coverage. And not to mention... Articles, premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and Matt Brown on NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily Best Bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. By the way, a lot of feedback on your uh, on your NASCAR prowess, Jason H11. Hey, Gil, was Matt trying to explain the ending of Talladega or his experience at rush hour on I-15? Uh, this, this one. Uh, I just assume that's Matt driving here every day. So, yeah. 
And then Bill Hooker took this. Bill Hooker took it a little too seriously. I think he said, "No offense to Eric Jones, but maybe there's a reason he's driving for Petty. They ain't exactly what they were when the King was driving through the old forty-three car." Well, you knew that, Matt. I, uh, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, duh, Matt. Of course, course. get it Matt. together, man. Come on, come on, Matt. I was, I was well aware of exactly what he had just had laid out right there. I had to. Go- I googled his sponsor afterward because I. Just amazed to me how, how what the kind of sponsors you could get on the side of a car. Chris Hartman, Gil, how would KD be perceived if he didn't uh, coattail Steph, Clay, and Draymond to a couple titles? That's the thing about this. When KD, sure it is. When KD craps out here, I mean, I can hear the snickering from the Bay Area right now. And remember Draymond and, and KD getting into it. And Draymond's famous line: uh, "Remember, we won a championship before you got here." They may end up winning one after he got after he left too. I've always been that guy. Sorry if you want if you want to tell me how difficult it is to win an NBA championship. I, you can you can go on and on about that. Kevin Durant has always taken the easy way out. Took the easy way out to Golden State when he started getting catching too much heat there that he couldn't do anything on his own. Yeah, he went to go do something on his own with his buddy and Kyrie. he's got to do it now. I'm not I'm not saying he has a chance to kind of yeah I mean not redeem his legacy but to to prove haters like me wrong. You got your chance. Go. You built your own team in Brooklyn. Go win. Go win the dang thing. And listen, was he great? Yes, he was great. He was amazing. He might have been one A to LeBron's one at the time, one B, whatever it is, in terms of NBA talent at that point. But the fact remains, Golden State was already an established, you know, organization that had won a title. And so, yeah, I, I do think it will, it will travel with him. And now, ladies and gentlemen, more importantly for the moment, fruit baskets. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. What you got, man? Yeah, there was, uh, you know, again, you're not able to get down. Uh, you're not able to get down Elon Musk money or anything like that. But uh, there is a, oh, current events. How there is that? a book here. <laughs> current events with Matt Brown. There is a book here in town that posts bets that nobody else posts. And one of which was because Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay had such a massive lead heading into Sunday, they posted winner without market. So the winner without market, I was able to go in and bet Sam Burns and Billy Horschel at go. a little under three to one to uh, to win the tournament. They did win that bet. They were the you know they they were the team that uh, look for a second there it never it wouldn't have played out anyway i mean there were they threatened for a second there to actually win to actually win the tournament outright but um shoffley and, and can't kind of righted the ship and it wouldn't have gotten there really anyway for for burns and horschel but they did finish second place in the tournament and so they were the the winner without that team that was uh that was up five strokes to start the day so thanks for them for putting together a solid sunday round in the alternate shot format that tournament it's just, it's a fun break. It's a super fun, interesting way for the PGA Tour. I was joking around with some buddies of mine that play a ton of golf. I think it would be interesting to have a two-man scramble tournament and see what they could score in a scramble format. I think that would be amazing. Is it is it the most Shoffley can't lay thing ever to for them to have won a tournament that no one is paying attention <laughs> Definitely to? Definitely Shoffley. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe not can't lay after yeah. what we saw him do at the end of last season. Shoffley for sure. But Shoffley for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that being said, nice payday for them. Like, 
But you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey. Was it Wes West told me this morning, Shoffley hasn't won a stroke play event since 2019. 2019 in, in Hawaii, too, so not the strongest of fields. Yeah. Would have been uh, nice if you did it last week, Cantley. You know, whatever. And uh, the Pelicans. We said I was going to, you know, evaluate that Suns team and figure out if there was a, a replacement there for the scoring and, and the other production, really, that Devin Booker brings. I mean, yeah, I understand. It's only five boards. It's five boards. Five dimes, five dimes. Um, and so I didn't think that there was. I played the Pelicans on the money line um, this weekend in game four. They do win that game outright, win that game outright convincingly. And, you know, as we talked about earlier in the show, are they real contenders to win that series? I think that they are real contenders to win that series for sure. We did see on break, however, that um, you get a plus 240 on them on the money line just just to win game five. Mm -hmm. So there's plus 230 to win the series, plus 240 on them just in game five right there. So, you know, start doing all your maths and things and whatnots and, and figure out how you want to go about betting the deal. But um, look, I think they got the two best scorers on the court. And, you know, at this point, people would argue with me. I might say the two best players are going to say, ah, Chris Paul's still out there. Chris Paul is old. Chris Paul is hashtag old. And on any given night, he might be one of the two best players on the court, mm -hmm. but he might not be for a couple of games following that. So I uh, really do like that Pelicans team. And, and, and I appreciate them going out at a nice little plus money price and going out and uh, winning outright. All right. I got a bevy of tennis fruit baskets. Uh, Iga Sviatek receiving my 3,000th fruit basket that I've sent to her address. She wins her fourth consecutive tournament, which she has participated. I have added to my French Open. Uh, I had my French Open futures, rather. I have added to Iga futures later in the year, both Wimbledon and the U.S. Open. I said once before she would win double-digit majors. I amended that on a numbers game about a month ago or two months ago, too. She will be the greatest women's player to ever play the game. I meant it then. I mean it now. Iga Sviatek is about to go all Steffi Groff on people. Uh... French Open next month. Let's go. Also, uh, tennis fruit baskets to a bevy of others. Anastasia Potapova. I didn't have her in the finals, but I did have her in the semifinals in her tournament this weekend. All of these on clay. Carlos Alcaraz, who won uh, on clay this weekend, also had the under in his shellacking of Pablo Carreño Busta. And in the final had Andre Rublev. Plus the games and the over, he gets by Novak Djokovic, bagels him in the final set. So fruit baskets, tennis all weekend long. And then just a general fruit basket to the Golden State Warriors, who uh, had an in-game play, but just generally speaking, just for being the most beautiful thing in all of sports. Fruit for you in the Bay. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice in-game play yesterday. I got, I got a piece of that as well. Uh, didn't didn't get home on the money line portion of it. But oh, didn't get I a, had him big on the money line. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me, me too. But they didn't get. Uh, but they did get home catching points live. Uh, bucks for me Friday night yesterday. Bet them both. Um, man, just easy cruising through Chicago. This is uh, I I think it says a lot about a Milwaukee team knowing how to play with some of these guys uh, when they're missing guys. Um, just the depth that they have there. This team, this team looking great. Those two games in Chicago, I think it says a bit about where Chicago's at too. We saw them put up that great fight uh, in game two, but this is, I think this series is over very soon. Um, and the Bucks, look, I, I'm excited for this. What is likely to be a Celtics Bucks series uh, next? I think probably whoever wins it probably wins the East. It's going to be a hell of a series. But the Bucks have been uh, good money so far in the playoffs. And uh, my second, Kelly, let me butt in real yeah, quick. Um, so that's into three. Nets are down 12. They are 12 minutes away from getting swept in this thing. It is eight and a half is the live number. If you think that they can find something 
to extend. Well, they don't even have to extend it. You're catching eight and a half points. But uh, eight and a half points right now for the Nets. 12 minutes potentially left in their season. Thanks. Uh, and then last fruit, fruit basket for me, Nikola Jokic. Uh, a little bit of what I'm doing with Kevin Durant tonight, just knowing – Knowing that these guys are great players and probably not going to go out getting swept without putting up a fight and playing a lot of minutes, putting up a lot of shots. So uh, I played over points yesterday on Jokic, played over points and rebounds. Both of those got there. Tried, a, tried about a 6-1 to bomb on 40-plus points for him. He ended with 37. That almost got there. Uh, so nice uh, nice profitable game for that Warriors-Nuggets game yesterday. That's for hey, sure. uh, remember those Raptors pre-flop series bets we made that we've forgotten about and chalked up as losers? Well, the Raptors have started out the second quarter here on a 12 to nothing run. They lead the Sixers by 14 now, 41 to 27, 7-14 left in the second quarter. We have a situation perhaps developing in Philadelphia. A lot of basketball to be played, but remember, teams that have trailed 3 to nothing in best of 7 series in NBA history, 0 and 143. The Raptors at a minimum are trying to push this back to Toronto for a game 6 which once again would involve no Matisse Thibel for the Philadelphia 76ers because of the Canadian vaccine mandate. And who knows if the Raptors would get Van Vliet back at that point or not. Either way, oh boy, this could be fascinating. here in this second quarter. Yeah, that's what I mentioned, 12-0 at the top. And oh, that sound you hear is the silence of schmack-talking Sixers fans. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.